There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the Big Dave Podcast. Friday morning on B105 means it's time for the sweet and spicy truth game. He found his way into the studio, our fourth Beetle Grover Collins. Good morning, Grover. Good morning, everybody. Let's fire it up. I believe you have the first question today. Who's it for? It is for Miss Ashley. When was the last time Officer Nick turned you down? And why would he do that? Officer Nick does this thing where he gets into like super work mode and he will work, 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 work overtime here, overtime there. I'm like, where is my husband? So he's finally home. Probably that's another thing. He's not even home. I'm like, where is he? When he is home, it'll be because he's tired. And I'm like, really? He's like, oh, I'm exhausted. I've worked for 36 hours. I have to go to sleep immediately. And then I'm just like, maybe tomorrow. So I'd say last week. Last week. Oh man. Yeah. The bloom is off the honeymoon rose then. <laughs> yeah, he's oh. yeah, he's home and he's taking a nap. And then the other day he gets home. I, I begged him, I'm like, don't take that over time. Come hang out with me. Well, he got that new bike delivered. So I'm like, ooh, he's home. Yay. He gets on his new bike and goes zooming <laughs> off into the horizon. He's more excited about the bike yeah, than you. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, just he doesn't have kids yet, and that's going to change his world, both your worlds, immensely. And mm. I would say you need to stock up when you what? can. <laughs> yeah, put that bike in the garage. Yeah, yeah. Right. Get right on Ashley. Yeah. Yeah. Get some memories there. All right, Ashley, yeah. who you got? Okay, Dave, this is for you. Uh-huh. As a single guy, are there any marriages you're secretly waiting out? Whoa. Oh, Whoa. that's a good one. Uh, I never thought about asking. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I mean, not that I'm waiting out, that I inquire about to other people. I'm they still like, happy? They still. Um, <laughs> it's like, no, everyone's miserable. There was Just an kidding. instance the other day where I saw someone that wasn't wearing a ring, and I texted her friend, and I said, uh... There's no ring on that finger the other day. What's going on there? No, you know? Dave, she just got a spray tan and forgot yeah. to put it back on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was working out. Or- but, you know, I mean, now, I, ever since for the past two years, I find myself looking at fingers more. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> That's such a weird sentence. Well, but but, I get but, it. but, I get but it. you see what I'm saying? I'm like, I notice it now. I used to never pay attention to that. But I do have friends that are very married and happily married, and they just don't wear their wedding. Yeah, I, so that is true. Gotta be careful. That I know. true. There's but, a lot of guys, too. A lot of guys just because of their jobs or whatever. Or whatever they're doing, yeah. So they I lose guess, them all the time, like stat. Well, Guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah got to constantly replace it. Waiting out a few, but uh, nothing's come of it yet. So is that a good enough answer there? That works. All okay. right. That's a yes. Yeah. yeah we'll that, put that, that in the yes, yes column. Yes, I'm staring at fingers on the daily. <laughs> okay. All right, speaking of a stat losing his wedding ring, though, I want to know what's the most valuable thing you've ever lost. Oh, like monetarily, mm. not emotionally or something like that. I totaled a car. I was just saying, one of the yeah. cars you wrecked. Yeah. yeah. That, that was the one where you got in the wreck. The yeah. Wreck? That Mustang sure. was a total loss. Yeah. But I should say misplaced, biggest. like you lost. Oh, okay. But okay. like, yeah, something like that. Um, I lost a nice watch at a concert once. Oh. 
and I don't even remember where it it, it went. It's like gone. at one point of the concert, I looked to see what time it was, and was like, my watch is gone. I, I the band must have broken, fallen off, and it was like a nice Seiko watch, I guess. And that was probably the most valuable. I, you know, we should ask him when we're out of Riverbend this summer. What's some of the craziest stuff you found in the lawn or oh, yeah. the pavilion? Yeah. Or Why just not? ask them if we can up. see they're lost and found. Yeah. I bet they've got a doozy one there. Like, oh, I like those sunnies. And yeah. ironically, I did go to the lost and found and asked, and nobody turned in my watch. Yeah. Big surprise. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> no. All Can't right. I guess them. the final question is going towards Grover today. Yeah. What's the prank you pulled off that you're most proud about? Um, the one I'm most proud about is actually was an easy one. Back when Holly and I were dating and I was living in Florida, my roommate was the sales guy for the radio station, and he was dating our night girl. Oh, wow. Her name was Sharon, and we'd go out. She was the girl that we'd get all the way downtown and go, oh, I forgot my ID. Oh, oh that girl, all right? Oh. I remember going, how does she get drunk so fast? How is there, No one gets drunk that fast. And I'm like, I think she's faking it. I think she's faking it. Uh Now, we didn't go out all the time. Sometimes Randy and I would stay home, play Sega Saturn Daytona, (laughs) and just get Captain and Coke it on, and, you know, get drunk playing all night. So so I said, all right, I got to see if this is real or not. So she drank Bud Light, and I got a six-pack of Old Duels. And she, back then, there wasn't a lot of choices for alcoholic-free beer. She had one real beer. And I said, I got you. I got you. So I went and I poured the old duels in the same bottle and gave Rover. it back to her. Sure enough, my instincts were correct. She pretended to be drunk where she, she couldn't have been because she was drinking oh. old duels. And, oh, my God, I called her out. I got permission of Randy because I know it's going to embarrass her. And I don't think she was embarrassed. But I was so proud of myself <laughs> that I confirmed I my superstition that this girl was faking being drunk. <laughs> oh faking. Why would anyone do that? I don't oh, know. That's awesome. I've thought about doing that with some friends back in the day, but yeah, like you making actually a, did it. A spiked punch that's not spiked. I think we did that a long time ago. That's I'm I'm nervous now. This is our boss, and he's playing these pranks on people. Yeah, oh. this song it is worked. about me. <laughs> that, that old thing, you know. Oh my God, was she well not at all embarrassed? Though? Not really. I, no, what I don't. Was her I don't think she cared. I but I just had to prove it, and I and 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 I did. And I'm still look clearly. I'm still very proud of myself yeah. and happy all these years later that I did it. Never buy me a beer. Okay. <laughs> More of the Big Dave podcast. Oh five. I see in the uh, big cineplexes this weekend. Scream Six is coming out. All of the uh, usual stars, plus a few more, are going to be in that one. But we always like to make a call out to our favorite tri-state double drive-in this time on Friday and see what they got going on. So let's big bone lick double drive-in. Let's see. Thank you and good day, friends. Thank you for calling the Big Bone Lick Double Drive-In, where every Friday night, our ladies' room has way more train wrecks in it than Norfolk Southern. (laughs) The Oscars are this Sunday, so we're celebrating all weekend with a past Best Picture Oscar-winning film fest. So, all screens, right now running. A lady starts up a small jelly company and has immediate success. But soon, Big Jelly comes after her, and she's harassed so bad by goons from Smuckers and Welches that she has to stop production and go out of business. Don't miss Jodie Foster in The Silence of the Jams. 
If you like a period drama, you'll love this one. It's the story of King Henry VI, who decides to slip out of the palace one day and do a little skinny dipping with his mistress in a nearby secluded pond. But when he gets home, his royal scepter is in a lot of pain. So he removes his pantaloons and notices a parasite has attached itself to his privates. You'll need a hot match head to make it let go when you watch Colin Firth in The King's Leech. (laughs) This man loves to eat at sports bars. And one night, he discovers a place that is famous for one particular deep-fried delicacy. So he asks for two full orders, and to the amazement of the bar flies, finishes them both. Don't miss Peter Jackson's The Lord of the Onion Rings. (laughs) And finally, a man goes out on Friday night for a big Indian food meal, and the next morning decides to go for a long hike in the woods. But one mile in, the curry starts to work its magic, and he has to run off the trail and squat behind some bushes to take care of business. Woo-wee! Mmm, doggies! You'll want to grab some leaves to wipe away your tears when you watch Tom Hanks in Forrest Dump. Oh. Thank you for calling the Big Bone Lick Double Drive, where we always say, Let's do it. Come as you are, but stay in your car. car. I don't think any of those shows uh, won an Oscar, did they? Wow. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105 Big Dave Show short term memory game. We got Stacy from Butler KY here with us. Good morning, Stacy. Morning. Did you hear our call to the Big Bone Lick Double Drive in? I did. All right. We're asking you now to name two of the movies playing there this weekend. But if you can name all four, we're going to give you an extra prize, okay? Okay. I know I can name two. All right. Let's have them. Uh, Forrest Dump and Silence of the Jams. Okay. All right. There was also the King's Leech and the Lord of the Onion Rings, but you still got a good prize here. Come on. I couldn't remember. Okay. Thank you. Hey, we're giving you $50 and Snappy Tomato Pizza Bucks. Awesome. More of the Big Dave Podcast. This is a uh, uh, a strange one to say the least, so uh, we're going to let you take the floor and go right ahead. All right. So basically, my husband and I, Kenny, we bought a dog together, and our dog's name is Blaze. He's awesome, very protective, very masculine. My husband is obsessed with Blaze. And Blaze has an issue because he was never neutered, and he was just humping everything. I mean, like, it got to the point that he was literally, like, had his red rocket out swinging during, like, a graduation party in my backyard. Oh, like, gosh. so inappropriate. Yeah, so inappropriate. <laughs> so, I mean, I constantly was telling Kenny, like, listen, we need to neuter Blaze. Like, I understand that you love him. You want him to say exactly how he was born, blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, I always felt like it was just, like, some weird masculinity connection he was having with Blaze, but like it's not gonna fly. I mean, if he if he's humping my leg in the middle of the night, we have a problem. Oh, yeah, well, he got a little yeah. bit of Mississippi leg hound in him, Clark. You just let him go to town a little oh, Christmas, Christmas vacation there. But yeah, I get what you're saying there. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So basically, I had asked him over and over again. I was like, Kenny, listen, we need to get this dog neutered. I mean, I can't do this anymore. And Kenny always said yes and, like, just would make excuses, like, come the day of trying to make an appointment. Like, he had to run out of the house and he had to go pick something up real quick. And it just always, like, you know, left his mind pretty much. And I took it out of my way to go neuter the dog myself. You had a professional do it, all right? Yeah. Okay, course, good. Thank God. I had a professional do it. Because, uh, that, that sounded like a little Kathy Batish from Misery to it. <laughs> God, no, no, no. We went straight professional. We went to the vet, his normal vet. And I did it anyways, but now Kenny is absolutely fuming with me. Yeah, I'd say so, because it doesn't sound like he was necessarily on board. I mean, yeah, through all the excuses, you know, there was obviously that skepticism, but Ultimately, like, I did not want to keep this embarrassment up. I don't need my friends coming over the house whenever we're having people over and they're running away from my dog because my dog is just attacking them. <laughs> mm. Doing the little dance on their leg. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, How's the dog, like, doing and, like, recovered? I'm sure fine. This ha happens every day. Yeah. yeah. He's doing good, honestly. I feel like he's just been a little bit, you know, sleepy, obviously, but... Kenny's the most hurt one in this situation. Okay. Do you have a closing statement before we take this to the jury? I mean, ultimately, I don't think what I did was wrong. I feel like everybody gets their dogs neutered and spayed. So that's pretty much it. I mean, unless you, you never had like a plan to breed Blaze like with another dog. Yeah. Is that like a purebred something? I know no, I mean, I didn't have a plan to. And I feel like if that were such a serious thing, that would have been brought to my attention. If that were the case, then that's like a little bit different. Yeah, there would have been a conversation. Now too late. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All righty, well, let's start. Uh, juror member number one, Statman. Hey, I understand the bond of a guy and his dog, and, and when you, you're, you're two dudes and you're hanging out and you want to protect that guy, uh, his manhood and everything, but uh, I also know reality is that never works out, man. Um, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm on your team here, girl. Ariana, all the way. You got to do what's best. Thank you. I think it's just a crazy, like, lack of communication. I get it. Guys, yeah. they don't. He says he's going to do it, and he doesn't do it. So you just took the initiative. I'm Team Ariana as well. Okay. I'm going to actually go Team Kenny here only because I, I agree it needed to be done. But you're also a couple, and even though he was putting it off, you should have still had a conversation about it, and you say, I'm going to do it now. But uh, it sounds like she tried to, but, and he's but, like, yeah, but, he's making excuses. When she actually made the appointment, you should have let him know beforehand, this is happening, you won't do it, I'm going to rip this Band-Aid off right now. And uh, that's why I'm going to go Team Kenny for one reason. The second reason is I think he's probably worried that you're going to do the same thing to him oh without asking as well. So, you know, just, just worried. But no, no, no. We need his. We need him. Blaze is okay. By a score of two to one, we have determined that Ariana was right last night in taking Blaze and getting him snipped. Sounds amazing. And I'm definitely going to let him know. But our phone lines are lit up like a Christmas tree. And let's find out what our B105 listeners think, okay? Okay. All right. 749-B105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Ariana, who kind of upset her husband. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Stephen Kenny, when he kept putting off getting their dog Blaze neutered, he just would never do it. So she finally made the appointment and did it herself. And he wasn't very happy about yeah. it. Blaze wasn't, and neither was Kenny. <laughs> but uh, Ariana, we sided with two to one, but let's see what some B105 listeners in the jury think right now. Sharon from Cincinnati is also Team Ariana, and why is that, Sharon? Well, I agree with the other guy. He is at le- he's reducing the risk for cancer. His, his mood and his behaviors are going to be more under control. Team Ariana, 100%. Sounds like you've got experience with this. Um, yeah, I foster dogs. I've been doing it for eight years. I Oh, that's awesome. Well, you're a wonderful individual, Sharon. Thank you for doing that. It's nice to know people like you are out there listening. Uh, Thank you. You guys have a wonderful day. You You too. And uh, Brian from Walton says that a certain game show host said it best. And who is that, Brian? That's going to be Bob Barker. He said, have your pet spayed or neutered. Bob knows best. Yes, he does. <laughs> Isn't it ironic that his last name's Barker? Barker. Oh, the old nice. Price is Right, how they ended every show. But I got a feeling uh, when this situation happened, both Blaze and Kenny felt this sound. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But thank you very much, Brian. Appreciate it. All right. Have a good day. You too. Uh, Kendall from Lebanon is also on Team Kenny. And why is that? Me personally, me and my wife, we have a full-grown German Shepherd, and we've thought about maybe not breeding him. But if it came up to her, she thought maybe we should get him spayed. She went behind my back and did that before I'm comfortable with it. I mean, that can change his personality for the rest of his life and him being a protection dog. So, I mean, for me, that would hurt major like giving me a new dog at that time. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, thank you very point. much. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Everybody's kind of split on this one, but more coming through the B105 app. Yeah, Robin says, Team Kenny, she just said her embarrassment around her friends is more important than her husband's feelings. She should have had a conversation with her husband and not done it behind his back. Mm. It does sound like they did talk about it a few times, though. But she had enough of no action and decided to act Mm. on her own. Well, I tell you, uh, I guess we're split down the middle on this one for sure today. More of the Big Dave Podcast. And I'm just not very sure about this. Give me that ranch. Give me that sweet, sweet ranch. Give me that ranch. Ice cream, chillin', chillin'. No, no. Uh I know how much you love ranch dressing, Ashley. I do. You put it on your pizza. You put it on everything. I dip everything in it. It's delicious. I'm also a blue cheese girl. But in this case, Mm mm-mm. Ranch is meeting with ice cream. Van Leeuwen, the Hidden Valley Ranch ice cream, is pairing up with this Brooklyn-based ice cream parlor, and it's going to be available in select Walmart stores starting March 20th. Ranch ice cream. The Big hit- Dave, what is your immediate thought? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they did the same uh, pairing a few years ago. They teamed up with Kraft and did a macaroni and cheese ice cream. And people said and- that was good, actually. Yeah. And I honestly, I saw this picture yesterday of this a ranch bottle ne- next to scoops of ice cream, and I'm like, oh, that's funny. And I thought, 
it was a meme and yeah. I just like moved on with my life. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, this is a real thing. Yeah. yeah. They, they even have like an insider tip to top it with scoops of crushed pretzels, potato chips for that perfectly salty crunch. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, now, that, that kind of sounds. That. It's, yeah. it's going to be available March 20th through the 28th. People Magazine actually got to uh, try it, and their review is as follows here. The smell is initially off-putting. <laughs> uh, who's expecting an onion in their ice cream? Ew. But uh, the tester said uh, once they got a bite of it, it was a subtle sweet note, and the creamy texture was quite nice. Mm. I mean, we can't knock it. We haven't tried it. Maybe Statman can uh, make some like homemade ranch ice cream I'm here in the studio. No. Well, they're also just coming out. Just top it. Not just with this, but with uh, cornbread ice cream. I, that sweet sounds good maple to me. cornbread. So I'd uh, get, take a scoop of that with a scoop of ranch. Mm, no. Uh, Ashley, you're the ranch hound. Would you try it? Of course I would try it. Yeah? Yeah. I think it might be okay, actually. It might be, I mean, I tried ranch a, is what, milky. What did we have? That Velveeta martini? Remember that? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Every oh, once in a while when I burp, bad. I still taste that. Ew. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> All in favor of ranch ice cream, say aye. Aye. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. I uh, heard Denise Johnson doing traffic earlier talking about, man, it's just not very busy out there this morning. Where did everybody go? (laughs) And I'm thinking uh, everybody's already got a little touch of the madness. Oh, yeah. It is uh, March Madness. Well, you know, Selection Sunday is coming up this Sunday. But right now, the conference tournaments are going on. And there's a lot of them. I mean, there's basketball everywhere. Well, yeah, this is to get to the big dance. Yeah, this is the win. Yeah, win your conference, make the automatic bid. And today, I know for the past, like, three months, I've been working on the set for my daughter. My son's had freshman basketball. My weekends have been just, all right, you got to do all that. Today... I'm planning out a big old me day. Are you ready for this? Love to hear it, yeah. All right, 2.30 this afternoon, you got Ohio State versus Michigan State. There's a good rivalry for you right there. Sure. 3 o'clock, I can start going back and forth between uh, UC versus Temple in the uh, AAC tournament. Might need to head to a sports bar, multiple TVs. I don't know, because then I can take a break around 5.30, head over to St. Agnes down the road, hit the fish fry. That's <laughs> oh what gosh, I, yum, that sounds good. I know, okay. I know. Okay. So then I get a belly full of that, I can come back, and at 9 o'clock, you got a good old doubleheader. On FS1, Xavier versus Creighton in the Big East tournament, and on uh, the SEC Network, also at 9 o'clock, Kentucky versus Vanderbilt in the SEC tournament. Huge games, but not... Nine o'clock, right after you stuff your face in a fish fry. Come on, you're not making it through those games. I'll be all hopped up on malt vinegar, man. I'll be ready to go. <laughs> sleepy yeah. from the fish. That's, that's all right, though, because this time of the year, it's great. And especially when you got, like, you know, teams of local interest around here all playing today, man. I think that's why some people took off. They're, they're game planning. Yeah, smart on their part. Yeah. Now, are you going to... Be doing any betting on these games, Dave. Don't ruin a good thing. No, no. I, I don't know. Well, now that you say it. <laughs> I, I mean, I've got my app on my phone, but i got to do that before I leave That's here today. Right. You know, Put it into your plan. Once I'm in Kentucky, maybe yeah. not. But, however, yesterday they started a little ball rolling on Kentucky getting legalized gambling. We're definitely like that. talking about it. Sports gambling, I should say. So mm-hmm. we'll Moving see. forward. But uh, let's go watch some hoops, and Selection Sunday is coming up, and NKU's already in it. Let's see if Xavier, UC, who else is going to make the big dance? 
So much fun. By the way, uh, NKU having a big selection Sunday party at Truist Arena this Sunday afternoon. A watch party? It's yeah. free. Open to the public. They'll have lots of fun things going on there. 8.50. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Good vibes today coming from Nottingham, England. And that's the home of former police officer Phil James. After retiring from police work, Phil was looking for something to get into, and he became a drone enthusiast. You know, he thought that the airborne objects could be used for a lot more than they were being used for, you know, just goofing around with them and things like that. Maybe he could find something good that would help people. One day in 2020, while walking through his neighborhood, he saw a missing pet sign for a little Springer Spaniel that had been missing for three days. So Phil said, aha, he immediately rushed back to his house and sent his drone out on a mission. And within hours, he had located that dog and reunited it with his family. Oh, amazing. That's cool. So afterwards, Phil thought there could be a wider need for this service. So he started a search and rescue nonprofit called Drone to Home to help people find their missing pets. And at first, Drone to Home was just a one-man operation, Phil. (laughs) But in 2021, it became clear to him that he would need some help. So he started networking and soon had an army of drones and volunteers to help search for missing pets. Now, fast forward to today, Phil estimates that in the last three years, him and his army of volunteers have rescued more than 1,400 dogs. Whoa. Had them reunited (laughs) with their owners. They currently search and reunite more than 40 dogs a month. That is insane. It's amazing. Yes, it is. Drone to Home has grown beyond anything Phil could have dreamed of. And now he's using his platform for more than just finding missing pets. He provides education to pet owners to help prevent pets from going missing in the first place or being stolen. He also offers courses on how to use drones. And his future goals for Drone to Home is to raise enough money to buy a thermal drone and he hopes that one day they can have a pet finding drone operation in every county in england this is just so cool i mean all because he retired and was looking for something to do and now he's got an idea that is working that should be in every country on this planet i mean no doubt about it so phil james he's got some big ambition and definitely has some big good vibes thank you buddy b105 And this morning, we've got Andrew. He is a fifth grader from St. Gabriel in Glendale. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. Who's driving you to school this morning? My mom. Oh, is she doing a good job? Yep. Always, right? Well, let's have that dad joke, buddy. What do the ducks in Mexico say? Oh, I don't know. What do the ducks in Mexico say? Guat, guat, guat. <laughs> Walk, I love it. Oh, that's great, Andrew. Come on, man. Thanks. Hey, I want you to have a great day there at St. Gabriel and Glendale and make it a fun weekend too, okay, buddy? Okay, bye. Bye-bye, bud. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast, B105.com.